I said, I'm so much better before I was muted. I guess we'll, we'll just jump right in. How would Judy get in touch with, with Jason, Judy Newman? Phone or, like, easiest way? Who the hell's Judy? I remember who, I, my own character, right? And I forgot who Judy is, don't I? <laughs> yeah, I had a hell of a time trying to find her, too. Because I remember you mentioned uh, an on and off again uh, something. I think it's in your comic book description. She'd maybe phone you at work or something. Yeah, he, he's got one of those stupid flip phones. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yep, there she is. I have to add him to my character sheet. All right, yeah, she, yeah she'd probably give him a call. Yeah, right. So there, there, there wouldn't be this like, uh, oh, Judy is calling uh, indication on the phone per se no, you, at this time. No, uh, these are flip phones. These are all oh, right. Uh, it, it won't. It won't. It wouldn't show up anyway because because of circumstances. It's just like an unlisted number on your on your phone. Uh, it's like middle of the forenoon. Uh, maybe mm. you're in the. Uh, it was it was a like a motorcycle dealership dealership. Yeah, yeah. Dealership slash uh, shop. They sell them and fix them. So you're there, you're working, and your phone rings, and, and uh, there's an unlisted number. Oh. Jason Rowe, how can I help you? You hear Judy's voice, but she's kind of hushed, uh, like she's trying to keep her voice down. And you can hear in the background, not a medley, but uh, a jumble of uh, voices. It sounds a bit confused. She was like, uh, Jason, Jason, can you hear me? Yeah, what's up? I don't know. I, I don't know exactly know what's up, but I'm I'm sure it's it's got to be on the news by this time. Well, I'm st I'm stuck in this diner on on you know, and she gives you an, an intersection that's like twenty minutes away. Mm. It's as you know, it's like on her way to work. I I don't know what's going on. There are these crazy freaks in costumes, and they've bundled everybody into uh, the diner. And there there's some sort of force field or something. And it's keeping us in here. And they're they're saying we broke the law. Like you got to do something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just a second, I put the, I, I put my hand over the thing and Clyde. Uh, I gotta take a long break. Uh, watch my body. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. It's Clyde the type that like wears like uh, uh, white shirts with the sleeves rolled up and like, or, or he is he like a suit? No, well, he runs the shop, but he, you know, he because he, he, he sells to norms as well as regular. He's actually he wears a uh, denim jacket and white shirt, but it's open, no tie. He's trying. He's trying to be nice for the people who don't who wouldn't like him in his normal gear, which is a leather jacket, you know, head headband, and to see the tattoos up his arms. He's not the slick <laughs> car used car salesman. I guess he grumbles, but you know, lets you lets you have it. Where do you go normally? Like, I go, to, I go back in the break room, and then there and there, there's Jason's chair. I, I, I said, there, "Okay, honey, I'm gonna I'm gonna be over there in a second. Uh, check things out. Then I'll probably be there in a little bit." Please you, hurry. I go over to the bike and sit down, guys. And this time, guys, no makeup and bloop, astro project and head for that intersection as fast as I can, which cool. is pretty pretty dang fast. So I guess the psychic sentinel, you'd be at work, right? It's middle of the forenoon, and you're in your office, uh, and Jerry's on the other side of the office, you know, going through his stuff. He's clearly slacking off. He's sort of slicking back his, like, ugly reddish hair, and, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's the kind of hair that's curly enough that it never stays in the same position, so he keeps, like, fixing it. And he's tuning this radio 
um, this little mini radio that he's kind of smuggled in. He's not supposed to have it in here, but you know, he's shifting it to different music and, and radio stations and out of nowhere. It's like, you know, there's a radio announcer going, Oh, we, we, uh, um, uh, Breaking news. Yes, breaking Break. news. Uh, uh, some sort of um, problem or, or like uh, traffic congestion. And there's there are reports of vigilantes or maybe some sort of powered villains making a ruckus down there at the intersection. And they give you like they say, like, you know, near the corner of law and law. Uh, they, they keep like talking about uh, uh, we're getting reports of, of um, flashes. We're getting reports of strange lights oh we're getting a phone call now and somebody calls in and it's like oh holy crap it's crazy some dude with a big cape is flying around and just ordering people about they're sequestering them in some sort of diner it's crazy the announcer is like oh that's that sounds incredibly um yeah that sounds off off the cuff uh do you see any any um anyone helping where's um uh you know where where are heroes basically what do you do there mr sentinel uh, I gotta go run in, run in there, and I'll uh, be back in a bit to, to Jerry and heads up. Uh, and <laughs> Jerry's like sitting there listening to the the radio. And it's like, oh, uh, can you bring me back a sandwich, like a subway from the you know the place? He doesn't stop you. All right. Whereabouts would our ace be uh, uh, picking up this whole news thing? Do you think, Todd? He's a billionaire playboy. This sounds way too much like the daytime. So I imagine he's hearing it on the uh, the radio alarm clock, and he's actually still in bed. <laughs> <laughs> and this is your penthouse? Of course. Watson Tower. Well, what happened in Watson Tower yes, last night? <sighs> what doesn't happen in Watson Tower? <laughs> it probably was a... Uh, Another art gallery uh, that opened up that uh, because he's the number one tenant was invited to. So he had to stay uh, up with charming and beautiful people and socialize. All right, cool. And, so, not, patrol, and not patrol the, the rooftops as he normally would. Duties takes many forms. I, I <laughs> Just sometimes you have to placate Family commitments. Respectable event, not like a crazy, uh, overly alcoholic. Um, no, 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 no. The debauchery was kept to an absolute minimum. So, so no bedmate. Oh, I don't know that. <laughs> we, we haven't precluded that yet. <laughs> I think right. that's up to the GM if he wants to throw an additional complication in. Sure, why not? But uh, let's see. Uh, uh, so you're in bed. There's somebody there, clearly. We don't see them. We see a bulk and some hair, right? And your alarm clock goes off. Uh, the news, you know, starts coming out. The same the same stuff we heard in, in um, the accountant's office. You what, know what? What do you do? <laughs> I, damn it, I'm Gary Watson. I pat her on the rump and say, well, I, I've got stuff to do today. Let yourself out. All right, she and, sort of turns over and goes back to sleep. Hey, it's high high thread uh, uh, count. So it's really nice sheets. <laughs> so cool. Well, you, where where do you go? Do you have like a little like secret uh, costume shop in the? <laughs> Damn, Skippy! I have that, a safe but, room. Right. So what? What the bust of Shakespeare? You gotta pull his head back and push the button. <laughs> 
You know what? I, I, I'm totally down with that. It probably won't be Shakespeare, but I'm not sure who it'll be. It, it's Winston Churchill. So you grab him by one of his chins, and you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you use the cigar, cigar for leverage. <laughs> so that opens up what, like a, a little sneaky safe room, and then you have like this fancy array of of your stuff. And I and I probably have something like a secret executive elevator that goes straight down uh, to the parking garage where I have one of my many disposable black sports cars. <laughs> what? No fireman's pole? <laughs> if you try that from say. <laughs> 40 or 50 stories up you'll be one giant rug burn by the time you get to the bottom cool so you you uh we see the whole uh the quickie sequence of getting you know maybe it's just a quick like cut and then you're in costume and then you take the elevator down and you just pop into the car and <laughs> well okay here's the way i totally imagine it if it was done as a comic book mm-hmm. i i I'm, I'm in my uh briefs you know uh boxers of course mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm literally grabbing the uniform off the rack, uh, grab my utility belt, stumble one foot, hopping along into the elevator and getting dressed as the elevator is going down. <laughs> of course. The elevator music is called a danger. <laughs> so this begs the question, does the ace have an ace mobile or is this like a car, just a nondescript car? He has a fleet of black sports cars that are essentially disposable. He drives it to wherever he needs it, uh, and if he has has to leave it, well, then the police collect it and they get another donation. <laughs> so he, he doesn't have an Ace Mobile, but they're, they're all Mustangs and Corvettes, and, and they're all black. <laughs> <laughs> Because you know, now if he was a sanctioned hero, he probably would have an Ace Mobile, you know, with government plates and all that crap. Right, right, right. right. But as it is, these are cars that are off the record and just show up. I like like the contrast between you and your potential like brother, <laughs> half brother, whatever. <laughs> oh, I just switched out sports cars like T-shirts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, so you thunder away. There's probably a really cool sequence of, of like driving up out of the underground of the Watson building and then like out on the street. Absolutely. Uh, I guess uh, the astral biker is first on the scene. As always. Uh, yeah. 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 I, I'm dropping out of the astral plane into near near the diner. So I'm looking around and uh, do I see the uh, goon in the, in the cape? You see <laughs> a, a completely like congested mess of traffic. Uh, it's it's a four, you know a four way cross intersection and uh, and mm-hmm. every direction is like blocked uh, and there's this uh, big guy walking around in the se- in the middle uh, he's muscular has some sort of big hammer there's a guy perching on top of a street light uh, he has this like tall collared red cape uh, and some sort of blue a sort of dark blue uh, suit with like an infinity symbol on the on the chest you see uh, somebody who looks a bit like a uh, kind of a poison ivy esque woman uh, with like flowing red hair <laughs> uh, mm. also like standing on top of one of the cars um and you see by the diner you see a, a some sort of dude that looks kind of like a cross between like a SEAL Team 6 person and a 
like colonial soldier with the tricorn hat and the coat. He's got some sort Along. of rifle, the uh, like ammo belts and and stuff, and he has the like superhero. What did you call them last time, Dirk? The like mask, the eye mask, the domino mask, um, with the like white insides, whatever. And uh, yeah, it, it appears that the guy perched on the streetlight is like he's uh, he's uh, orating something, but it doesn't carry super well into the astral plane. But he he seems to be really like into it. Like uh, he's he's uh, he has his hands out in that gesture of like both both fists knotted and in front of him like listen to me. I'm giving you the you know <laughs> the directives such as they are. Get, get yourself a late night radio channel, dude. Oh, there uh, also appears to be this like shimmering force field of some kind over the diner. Yeah, I go up to it and can I face through it? I think it's just physical, so you just like slide right through. I, I go right through, and I'm going into the diner and go see if I can find Judy. Right, she appears to be sitting in one of the booths with, uh, like, it's a mess of people in here, and they're clearly like mm-hmm. people they have put in here from the intersection. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've like just pulled people out of their cars and and put them in here. And she's sitting yeah. in a booth with a, an elderly lady who appears to be like a bit shell shocked, and uh, you know, just consoling her. I'm going to try to manifest enough that I can actually learn that I'm there. So unfortunately, I can't speak. That means making lungs. But I'm at least trying to make my face appear near her. She's probably used to it by now. Trying to be careful, I guess. Trying to manifest. I mean, what, what's, what do you intend to do? Do you just want to say, hey, I'm here? I'm going to let her know that I'm there. And if I can, if there's anything I can write with, I can probably write. That you grab a pen and write something. Just, yeah. just dump yeah. the sugar and write in it. That would that would be one. <laughs> that would be so poltergeist. <laughs> All right, I think I'll do that then. Yeah, I'll go over and and um, be. That would be careful again, though. I would say I'm I don't trying think to, you have to roll for anything here. Oh, here, okay. I mean, you're not really in a conflict. Yeah, so I'm busy shaking out and and I'm just looking at all the faces. Is Judy only the only one not freaking out at this point? She's maybe the one freaking out the least, but that's maybe because she knows you. I'm going to be sitting inside of her because this, this way she can see where I write. Mm-hmm. I'm also not writing upside down. I write, hey, babe, it's me. <laughs> A lot of letters in sugar. <laughs> well, I may write, hey, wipe, babe, wipe, it's me. Would she normally, how would she normally react to this kind of thing? Is this something that she's aware of? Um, oh, if she's not aware, if, yeah, yeah, she's fully aware that I'm the, I'm the astral biker. We, we maybe see like a comic panel where she looks relieved uh, and then she turns to the old lady and she says, help is on the way. Second thing I'm going to do is manifest and up just the patter on the cheek and then uh, hand out. I see, I see Minuteman over there. Uh, anything outside the force field that's like a brick or a rock or something? You could probably scrounge something up from a waste basket or something, uh, for sure. Bottle, whatever. Uh, I want something heavy enough that if I drop it on his head, it will do something to him. You know, a Coke bottle, because those things never break. <laughs> sure, you could like just grab one from the trash. Let's see if I can sneak up behind him and drop it on his head. I need to get altitude before it even do some damage. Yeah, so, uh, what, sneaky? Uh, sure. So is it a sh- sneaky attack or a sneaky, uh, what do you it's a sneaky. It's a sneaky attack. Do him some harm. If he's not aware of you, he doesn't have astral perception uh, of any kind. 
I guess it would just be be like noticing that there's an odd like bottle floating around. So, so I guess he's defending, but careful. So I got three. Ooh. Ah, okay. So describe how you do this, right? Uh, when, well, when I got use I got use both hands because I'm not very strong when I'm in the astral plane. So I've got okay. both hands holding that bottle up. I hover over and look straight down through and sort of trying to line it up. I'm probably like twenty feet up, and I let go. And I think at the last second he turns his head. If anything, it might knock his top his, his tricorn hat off. At, at, at no, the no, 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 no. It missed completely. He, yeah, it just he just steps to the side like blinks and like looks up and uh, he calls out to the guy you know on the street light with his fists you know orating and he starts pointing around uh, and i think maybe this is the time uh, that the other two heroic characters question mark show up we'll give sentinel the first crack at it he's gonna try to find a convenient spot on top of a roof where he can look at these guys and possibly not be seen mm-hmm and he's going to try to start poking into their their minds to just get the the surface thoughts on what these guys are doing. Uh do you have a particular target in mind? We got Cape Man on the on the streetlight. We got Burly Dude with a huge sledgehammer walking around the middle of the intersection. Minute Man, for lack of a better term, and we got the Poison Ivy lookalike. If anything, the guy with the cape seems to be the leader type. I guess we start with him. Start with just the surface thoughts to try to, you know, not make my intrusion into his mind detectable. Is that a, like a stunt or something you have? No, not yet, at least. Uh, well, why not? I can give you some of the, some of this for free. No problem. Because he, it's not like he's hiding anything. I think what comes across is maybe you get some insight, like you, you, you get what he's saying almost in his own head, and and he's like, uh, and and we will stop the the corruption and iniquities in this city. We we will finally turn it into a city worth living in. And you know, he's like doing his whole speechifying thing. His intent is clearly like upholding the law and putting like criminals behind bars. Oh, well, yeah, I can just go home then. Go back to work. <laughs> Only. He's kind of holding up traffic and, like, detaining people who are, like, maybe late for work or, like, they're going somewhere on the job. (laughs) That doesn't seem like a job for a superhero. (laughs) I will ensure you get to work on time. I mean, there is a part, of course, somewhere uh, you get the the sense that obviously the the criminals shall be punished. But right now it's, it's like we're apprehending you for doing this horrible crime of driving two miles per hour too fast or like crossing the intersection without using your indicator light or whatever. It seems like very draconian. And uh, like the big hammer dude is like pulling out this uh, mother from the station wagon, like the, her kids are screaming in the back seat, pushing her toward the the diner. And this is like going on. The others, uh, po- the poison ivy type is also doing this kind of stuff, right? Pulling people out of the cars and we go to like get a read on Hammerman's thoughts. Uh, I can't guess the surface read is like you get this like sense of accomplishment that uh, you get like I'm doing the right thing. When he's pulling people out of the car, what's his? This is a vile uh, lawbreaker who was uh, crossed a double yellow line and. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get the sense that like like he believes that he's doing the right thing because this is clearly like a, a violator. Who's who's contributing to the downfall and corruption and and destruction? You know the rotting of the city from the core. An average 
mom <laughs> from the, the suburb who maybe, I don't know, drove a little too fast. He doesn't have the kind of the same depth as the leader guy. This, he's more of like, this is a, obviously criminal. I'm doing the right thing. I'm, I'm upholding the law. Like you get kind of the sensation, kind of the, the sense that this is like more of a, like a superhero vigilante thing. But they're clearly targeting people who aren't supervillains. And is there some sort of force field, you said? Yes, there's a there's some sort of force field glittering kind of dome shape above this freestanding one-story diner, right? Classical diner shape. You can see that the, the big brute with the hammer is like walking right through the, the force field with the, uh, the mom and into the diner and depositing her uh, and, and walking out again. And she attempts to run out to her children, but like she ends up stuck on the inside of the field. Can I discern a source for it? Uh, that might be more um, more of a role, I think. What would that be? Like observation, maybe? Or some sort of psychic? Uh... Yeah, carefully examining the area for whatever's uh, generating this force field. Sure. I guess I'll use uh, whoever's putting it up is careful to notice that you're you're fiddling with it, maybe. Or, or trying to reach out psychically. That's pretty good. I do not believe you're going to fail this. No, not even close. So that's with style. In a pure overcome, what does that mean? Generate a boost. So you, you get a direct, like, psychic energy link from from the force field to the guy in the cape. Uh, the guy with the infinity symbol on his chest uh, on the street light. He's now, by the way, like, uh, having some sort of... Uh, uh, he stopped uh, sermonizing and is, uh, like, having some sort of back and forth with the Minuteman-looking type. What are they saying? I'm picking out off his mind what he's saying, so I don't have to worry about being too close. Mm, I think you get a sense of like uh, someone's here, someone's someone's meddling, or or like there may be like a super criminal about. I am not a super criminal. <laughs> you were just about to commit assault, <laughs> <laughs> and you're a super peeping Tom. <laughs> just like your dad. <laughs> Maybe I should be self-compelling stranger in a strange land because for sure I'm confused about uh, who's yeah yeah how do you how do you see that compel playing out are you like stunned and not sure how to act or is it like well this isn't my problem or I'm not sure that these guys are villainous and that I should be doing anything you can see by the way from your elevation that there are police cars on the way to this intersection i will sit back and observe and see if the police handle it <laughs> awesome you're like well, well um <laughs> cool take your fate point thank you how does uh, our wonderful ace show up well, it's going to be on foot because there's a traffic jam at some point he'll have to uh pull over hopefully to a spot where uh no one casually uh, sees that oh look there's the ace Mm because the last thing i want is um broadcasting the ace will fix this (laughs) we'll ditch the uh car make make our way on foot and uh i'm going to do my own surveillance but it's not nearly as astral or mental as these two i imagine i'll get most of the same visual clues sure you're watching from the shadows in in some nearby like alleyway or rooftop well I, I would like a rooftop, but uh, an, an, I'm not. You thinking. know what? Let's go with the rooftop. Shimmy up a, a, a drain pipe and uh, 
perchance, I, I would really love to uh, end up on the same roof, rooftop as the Sentinel. <laughs> yeah, right. I just because I'm a ninja, I must sneak up on him. But I'm not like going to tap him on the shoulder or anything like that. But I'm going to watch him watching them going, well, what's going on? As I say, as I'm standing beside him. I am uncertain. These appear to believe that they are costumed vigilantes who are making the city safer. By making a big traffic jam? Their targets of criminality seem low for normal vigilante activity. (laughs) But they're still criminals. (laughs) That seems kind of excessive. I mean, one hand you could say that they are doing the same thing we are, but on the other hand you could say that they're kidnapping, they're looking at the police cars coming up, they're obstructing justice. They are definitely uh, assembling without a <laughs> That's not something that, that I've seen you or other heroes uh, needing to correct. I mean, have you ever dealt with people assembling without a permit? <laughs> I shrug. I know I'm a vigilante, but I also know that I work for the greater good. I'm not sure that these guys can make that distinction. <laughs> okay, so while you're having this, like, ah, oh, what actually is happening? Um, it's this little philosophical discussion right. on law and uh, order. The, the police cars have stopped, and like you see some patrolmen climbing out of their cars, and uh, they're making their way through the traffic jam. Obviously, Wells and Daniels are there because we introduced them previously. Astro Biker, the the Minuteman looking type, he's his his domino masks eyes are sort of narrowed and he's looking around and he's clearly like searching for something and he's not seeing anyone but he's definitely on the on the on the lookout now for pro- for trouble well i'm just going to leave him alone i'm actually going to flow over to um infinity man because right. he has an infinity symbol on his chest so i go right. okay float over to him uh and i boop him that is i take my finger and just tap him on the nose and it's just going to see how he reacts to being booped Okay, I think but, he blinks and he swats at his nose for a moment, and then he looks around, and then he uh, goes back to pointing out, like, oh, there's an evildoer, or not an evildoer, but there's a criminal, there's a lawbreaker. No, boop. Interrupt him again, right? Yeah. I just right, want to so, see how far I can go before he, he, he lashes out. By the second one, he uh, <laughs> he stops, and then he uh, does this, like, he's, what do you call it? He sort of hovers, he floats down to the ground. I follow and, him. And he does some sort of like he he puts his fist in his palm and he's closing his eyes and he's obviously concentrating and this energy glow this glittering energy glow similar to the the force field starts coming up around him and yeah he's doing something. Can I get through this glow? Oh, I think so. Boop. Let's see. Can you defend? I'm in the uh, astral plane. Let me describe what's happening and then you can decide how you how uh, you all right like defend. So you reach in you know and go to boop him. It's like you're reaching into uh, an astral plane, active energy, like sticking your fingers in a power box, right? It burns. I think he's just like essentially making a forceful attack. If it if I reach in and it burns, I'll so pull back. Are you pulling it back quick enough so you're not get you don't get yeah yeah I'm gonna pull back or yeah yeah I'm gonna pull back quickly. I'm gonna pull back quickly and and at the same time float back quickly. So I'm doing both. So he's a terrible attack. It's like a little nettling, like. <laughs> okay, I go back. Static hmm. electricity. <laughs> you can affect the uh, astral. You can affect the astral stuff. Okay. Yeah, that's more of your takeaway. Okay. Did that affect the other force field, or is this is he multi multi uh, tasking at this point? Uh, you'd have to investigate that. 
while you're booping him and he's doing this thing, Wells and Daniels and two others are like they're uh, stepping up into the the intersection where Big Hammer guy is is uh, walking around and they're like pulling out their their guns and like, hey, you want down on the ground and and completely out of their league, you know. Mm-hmm. But they have to do their their job. Infinity symbol guy, he opens his eyes and he points to them and he goes, "Those four are obstructing justice." Leveler, and he points to them, and and the leveler turns to them. And he's like, ah, and comes over with his big like sledge, right? And it's not entirely certain if the the electrical arcs are coming out of the hammer and crawling up his arms, or if they're coming out of his arms and crawling up the hammer. But it looks like it won't be very pleasant, you know, uh, to be hit by this thing. This is an old hell no moment. <laughs> <laughs> Ace at this point, uh, it, that is a threat against the authorities. So he, he's going to reach into his pouch, pull out a bunch of smoke bombs, and just throw them between the uh, cops and the leveler. And hopefully the cops will get a clue that this is not the time to stand your ground. All right. So you're essentially defending them, you could say. I'm trying to give the cops an advantage. Oh, I see. Okay. Create an advantage for the cops. I think it'd be easier because I'm not going to roll a whole lot for the cops. So sure. uh, I think it may be easier if you just defend, you you protect them. So you're, well, def- wouldn't it be another overcome? He's trying to overcome the guy by by letting, letting, letting the cops escape. You can treat it as an attack or an overcome. He's setting an obstacle that the hammer man would have to overcome to attack the cops. Yes. All right, cool. Let's let's do it that way. Make your block action or whatever. Well, can I be clever about this? You'd pretty much have to be quick, I think. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I cover <laughs> the cops in smoke instead. Or it's like, oops, I grabbed tear gas instead of. <laughs> Uh, so okay, so let's let's look at this uh, uh, real quick because uh, I remember last time we didn't have any scene aspects and we should fix that. There's definitely like a mess of cars, so it's mm-hmm. not like an easy environment to. Yeah, you can easily jam. use them for cover, and and it would make it difficult to run around or drive around. So that's one. That's called traffic jam. What else do we have? We have smoke in the middle of the traffic jam now. Call it smoke screen, whatever. But unfortunately, it's on top of the cops instead of in, in between them. Oh, besides the traffic jam and smoke screen, we also have a lot of probably panicky folks. Right. You know, innocent bystanders. I'll be a little biased. Put innocent in, in quotation marks. <laughs> <laughs> They're all criminals. <laughs> there you have our scene aspects. Now, would you like to improve that role, uh, Ace, or are you good with it? Boy, howdy. <laughs> Everyone makes mistakes. Sure. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think this one's me. <laughs> Like I said, everyone makes mistakes. But you've made that mistake before, and this time you don't. I'd do a re-roll on that one, because you can't... Yeah, let's burn a fate point. Everyone makes mistakes. I meant to aim over there. Okay, cool. Uh, Maybe I should roll for him first. Yeah, yeah. if he gets a minus three, I might have to revise that. (laughs) That's a one. Definitely go with the (laughs) re-roll. With style! (laughs) Oh, dear. Okay. He has a boost now. The poor cops. I guess the cops are disoriented instead of retreating. Yeah, the smoke bombs come in, poof. The wind is in the completely different direction right now, so it's like it blows the other way. Two of them uh, get a bit distracted by the poofing, uh, and then, like, Leveler comes in and, like, 
cracks the hammer to the side of Wells' uh, body armor and Wells goes flying into a car. The window is smashed and, uh, you know, he's like hanging half in, half out of the car like, oh, oh. And what would the boost be? I think disoriented was the one really describes the scene. They're they're disoriented. They're, they're let's, call again, it, let's call it cops in this uh, array. array. Not my best moment. <laughs> I, I look at him and go, were you intending to aid the man with the hammer? <laughs> <laughs> Take a fake point. <laughs> and rub my nose. <laughs> it's like, uh, no, um, I thought the cops would uh, duck and run, but I guess they're not ninja. Ace, he's not stopping. Like, he's going after the other cops who are kind of falling back and shooting uh, ineffectively in his general direction, like a few ricochets off his big hammer. Yeah, uh, we're, we're definitely going to have to uh, get his attention. Addressing the, the Sentinels, that's clearly assault with a deadly weapon against an officer. We gotta stop these people. Yes, uh, violence has broken out now. It's, it seems an appropriate time. <laughs> and uh, mechanically, should I give everyone else time to do something, or should I just jump into another action? Oh, uh, let's see if uh, let's see if uh, the astral biker is keen on doing something in particular. Oh, I see the smoke. I I see him whack Wells, and you know he's a big target anyway. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like oh dear, not on my watch. I'm gonna go over and try to manifest a fist and punch this guy in the face cool. as hard as I can. So that's going to be a forceful attack. For sure. Zero! What does it look like when you manifest uh, the fist? You just see the fist. It's ghostly white. It's sort of like it's made out of chalk. Yeah, I think he's just forcefully defending with his hammer, right? He's putting it in way. And his forceful is as good as mine, I bet, right? Or yeah, better? it's pretty bad. Yep. Oh! To, well, I'm an astral biker. I'll spend that fate point and uh, doing a reroll on that. Oh, no, I can tie and get a boost. You know, I'm just going to yeah. spend and get a tie. Sort of hit him and stagger him, but not enough to actually do any stress. For sure. Boost. Super boop. The leveler. Yes. Because he levels things. <laughs> a should go before me because, you know, I'm, I've been confused about this whole situation. So That's fair. Well, I'll. Definitely hop down the building. There's got to be some sort of power power line you can do a zip line down on. That's not sure. Cool. And very ninja. <laughs> well, if you're going to make it really ninja, I pull out one of my telescoping nunchuck and flip that over the line and slide <laughs> down that way. Well, hey, because this is fate, can I turn that into a sliding kick uh, on the leveler? Sure, why not? We'll definitely try for the flying kick. That that will get me uh, front and center. Not that I really want to be there. Not acting very ninja-like, but what the hell? Well, I did drop in from nowhere. It seems that's a four. We can sit on that. <laughs> See if he I can said, defend himself. Oh, you could use that boost, I suppose. Yeah, we'll use that boost. We'll we'll, we'll add in an extra boop, boop boopy doop. So that's two. You you come down and you like connect assault of an officer with a uh, deadly weapon. I'm placing you under citizen's arrest. <laughs> so he sort of grunts and shakes himself like like a big bull. He's essentially in like a like a Freddie Mercury uh, onesie that is like a tank top top, and then uh, and then he has like a belt, and then he's like all brawn, no neck, monstrous arms and hands, and the big hammer. Right? Well, if he's just physical, I might be able to take him off. <laughs> So yeah, let's let's have the sentinel do something, and then we'll we'll go into like 
the response and then maybe we can break it down into like uh, turn order. To give you more like a, a, of an overview, like the militiaman type, he's clearly drawing a bead on, on the others, the police and, and the an ace. The poison ivy looking type uh, woman is is sort of slowly stalking over. The infinity symbol dude is uh, is uh, you know powering up for something. Try a great advantage here to get these uh, folks startled. I want to broadcast in their minds. Just stop. Cool. Sounds forceful, but I don't know. Yeah, unfortunately. Or flashy, but I think forceful is, is a better <laughs> better role for you. Not so good right at the moment. Uh, hey, this is like an attack on all of them? Uh, I was trying to create an advantage on the... On the scene. Let's, let's say say two. Like Get a two when you get. Fate point and give me a boost, I guess, then. I don't know if that's a good trade, but I got some fate points, so I'll, we'll go ahead and do that then. What do you want to call it? Like... Uh, Startled. Uh, it's a single boost, right? Just first, first person you can use it against is, and then it's yeah. The militiaman-looking type again. He draws a bead on on the ace and and lets loose. He's got some sort of weird-looking, like it's like an, uh, a modern assault rifle of some description, but it has all these like attachments and weird stuff on it, and like a big uh, where you'd normally have a magazine. He has some sort of box, uh, some sort of futuristic description. He starts. Uh, popping off rounds at uh, at the ace he can give for aim i don't want to give them too much of an edge here let's i'll have to be careful because he doesn't want to hit uh doesn't want to hit his buddy i'll consider it they are heroes after all you're not getting like the full crazy like full auto crazy burst uh but it's still pretty bad like he's he's taking his time like setting up the shot and and it has this weird like bluish discharge flame <laughs> I, I think my only choice is to quickly dodge that, which, yeah, good luck on that. You're not quick? Plus one quick, but it's hmm. not my shtick. I'm not a speedster. I'm supposed to be a ninja, create advantages, and then take advantage of those. But we'll, we'll, we'll go with quick and really hope that RNG is with us. And it's not. Right now, you, it'd be stress plus uh, he has style, so he can actually get a boost against you next time from the yeah. attack if he wanted to. Which is what I'm going to do if you don't do anything. I'm going to two yeah. stress and a boost. In that case, uh, master of the improvised weapon, <laughs> I grab the sledgehammer in front of me and use that to partially deflect the shot. You, you do have like the traffic jam. You have the smoke. Uh, you have innocent bystanders if you want to. Oh, yeah, innocent. Yeah, <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> I will tap that uh, smoke screen and uh, make a dive for cover and, and mm-hmm. get hit with a glancing blow instead of the full on. Cool. But that definitely got me away from the leveler. Cool. So how, how does this look like? The, the, like a few bullets come whizzing at you and you like spin into the smoke or? Absolutely. Yeah, it's a, it would be a ninja vanish thing. <laughs> And maybe even in the smoke, uh, we actually have to take a hard shoulder roll, which is where the actual damage comes from. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. N- not that perfect ninja grace roll, but more like, <laughs> oh, I know better. You bump it. You bump into uh, what's her name? Because she's still in there, Daniel. Yeah, because she's still yeah, in yeah. there too. You have to do that because this is a comic book. You have to have that thing between you and Daniel's that is that's unspoken. All right, cool. Uh, she's huddling down by some car with her Glock out and like, 
the poison ivy looking woman like she sauntered out out uh, in the open like relatively open space in the middle of the, the intersection and she's like uh reaching out her arms uh, she's in this weird plant-ish get up that looks kind of organic like it's maybe growing on her or it's like layers of a of a flower like the the blades are sort of on top of each other and then they're like mm-hmm. there are probably tons of little like hidden away pockets and such she reaches out her arms and like these clouds spray clouds right of highly fragrant nettling stinging like pollen for lack of a better term starts going out in every direction filling oh the my spray. god She's pollinating. <laughs> See if she can actually do that effectively. Yeah, so fun. she's attempting to create a, uh, an advantage here for them. And since this is a stunt, it's going to hurt. Say filling the entire area would be a three. All right. Is that fair? Yeah. So this area, kind of the middle of the intersection, to fill the intersection is a three. She Shit. does with style. And with style when you're creating an advantage is... Two free invokes. Oh, okay, cool. So she creates... Needs your Benadryl. Weaponized pollen. Cloud of pollen. Two in- invokes. Two invokes for the good guys. Yes, that is their team name. <laughs> Which is probably what happens next, right? The guy with the infinity symbol, symbol is like, Good guys, assemble! Uh, and, you know, he points to, uh, like, the police and the and, uh, smoke screen, like, We have arch criminals among us! You know, he's not doing anything other than, like, just directing them for the moment, but he's clearly powering something up. Let's see where, what your quick is, or, or yeah. Two. So we get that, like, a... Well, yeah, I'm two. The other two guys, the other two are ones, so it's, if they got a three, they get th- that three gets to go first. None of them have uh, a three, so there are a couple of twos and a couple of ones. Uh, should we dice off, or do good guys go first, or do the good guys go Second. Which good guess are you talking about? <laughs> Since they acted now, let's All have right. your characters act first, and then they will go on the same quick. I hear the little gunshots and look over and see the guy. Well, we can't have that. I'm going to fly over and rip his mask off. That's a low blow. <laughs> He's not a good guy. He's not a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> Try to do it as quick as I can. What would that be? There are, there are some, some like behind the scenes stuff that I'm considering, like how yeah. would this play out? Let's call it a three. All and right. uh, I'll describe what happens if you, if you succeed. Oh, cool. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to push that for a, with style or are you, are you good? So I think as you reach in, cause you're, you're in the astral plane, right? Yeah. I think you notice when you attempt to grab a hold of this mask that uh, there's something wrong about this this mask and this character. Like it's like it's a projection. Like this isn't really him, right? There's a person in here, but it's not. The mask oh. is part of the him, right? The outer shape. So it's not something you can just rip off. But on the other hand, you could reach in and attempt to disrupt the the projection. That's worth a fate point. <clears throat> what the? All right, push. Wait, you, you defaced him? <laughs> I'm ripping him off. I, I'm I'm calling this an overcome, and it's a yeah. special like astral type overcome. Yeah, uh, and and I'm basically pulling him, pulling his skin, his his fake skin off. Yeah, you're pulling his doing. mask off, right? Yeah, so I'll spend that fate point and make that a seven. Awesome. I'm touching, I'm touching, you know, astral projecting motorcycle mechanics. Yes. 
So you grab a hold of more. You grab his whole face and then like I manifest the other hand and grab it with both hands and just go yoink. I think how how would this show up in a comic? I think like we see both like the there'd be a POV from my point of view where yes, I yes. where everything has got this looking into a uh, muddy water with the with the sun behind you look kind of looks with the. Mm-hmm. Rays everywhere, and I'm seeing around this guy. But I reach my reach and re- touch him, I realize that what I'm seeing is also all bunch of rays and so forth. Right? It's like you have this like b- dark silhouette that's smaller inside of this brighter like um, illusion, if you will. And then I rip it off. You just do it. You're like whoop, and we see a weird like energy blink discharge, and uh, in the really real world, suddenly like there's a middle aged balding like dude who looks like he's a middle school teacher who was on the way to work and he has this like really tacky tie and blinks and he's like super confused and and he says to himself like what what the hell you know he sees the entirety of like the smoke and the you know <laughs> the leveler going at the police and everyone just like back back away and like uh, against the uh force field energy uh, barrier. barrier like and he's like sinks sinks down against his like eyes wide like he can't believe this is happening like he's yeah. honestly genuinely surprised that he's even here so who else goes on two nobody uh, goes on two so the leveler I think he goes after, I think he ducks into the smoke going after the ace, right? Comes in, roar, and then with the, with the like electrical arcs, huge oversized sledge coming down against you in a like big, crazy slam attack, right? And you're right there next to Daniels, who, who's like, ah! What I want to do is shove Daniels out of the way. Behind a car or something, right? I, I will shove her, her behind a, a car, and if if I get creamed for it, so so be it. You're defending Daniels. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what his attack looks like. Not the smartest dude. So as a three. Can I use uh, forceful to uh, just roll with the blow? I think if you would block, like physically, put yourself in the way, that could be forceful. Or if you're like. Mi- Using your, your nunchucks to block the blow of the hammer. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll go with that. Uh, yeah. Heck, you even go with you, you, you shove behind the car door and using the car door to help block the blow. It also counts forceful. We'll tap traffic jam to include the car. So uh, we both got a three. Okay, so he gets a boost on you then, let's say. Sure. Uh, Since he's holding the door, he's on a car door, he hit the car, he's been shocked by the electricity on the, on the hammer. Sure, let's call it that. A DeLorean. <laughs> there are probably tons of little, like, silly uh, Easter eggs all throughout the comic like that. Second two is the uh, Poison Ivy type. She manifests some sort of weird daggers, looks like oversized thorns, and leaps in after the leveler going for the ninja, going for the, the arch criminal himself. You know, being the only one not invisible <laughs> really sucks. <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe I should have given you a fake point in the beginning uh, when you're like, oh, no, hell no, I'm not doing that. And then you went right in, out into the open. Uh, I think maybe that's uh, compel worthy. So, um, retroactive so you, fake you point. take one yeah. for, for retroactively for... <laughs> Yeah. No, for for the whole crime fighting thing is in your your family, right? Oh, okay. It's an actual aspect. I'm not just giving you a fate for no reason. But I think I think you earned that for rushing into a situation that is not in your wheelhouse. 
normally, right? Normally yeah. you control the environment. So yeah, take a fate point for that. So she leaps in and she does her little attack. She comes in stabbing, not her forte, but on the other hand, she has all that unpleasant stuff floating around in the air. So we'll see. Three. These guys are on a roll. Keep defending. You know, it's because, it's hey, you know, getting punctured by large thorns is not cool. Let's see some dice magic here. I'll take wow. that. Wow. <laughs> so our audience, he just rolled a six. Yeah. You're doing the same thing with, with forceful, like blocking with the, the nunchucks or whatever. If she doesn't do anything and I get an advantage, I already know exactly what, what's going down. All right. So I think she's going to use uh, one of her cloud of pollen. I think she backs you into like a concentration of it. And like suddenly you know, your eyes are stinging and it's like, oh, uh, and you're shocked. Uh, uh, oh, well, that, that's cheesy. So that puts her at seven. You know, everyone makes mistakes because she charged in the battle mm-hmm. and wasn't paying attention to where the leveler was swinging. I actually use him to avoid our, her slashes. Oh, yeah, he's a big Burn group. a fate point for that. <laughs> and, yeah, we're doing a, a bidding war, if you haven't noticed. Yeah. She's at seven, <laughs> I'm now at eight. So the boost is gone uh, on eights, and one of the two invokes on the Cloud of Pollen are gone, or is gone. I, I just imagine that she literally... Punches those uh, thorns right through like the fender of a car. Where sure. I was. <laughs> it's a shunk. Very cool. Like, and then we're we're through with twos. Uh, we're all on ones. So Sentinel or whoever, if Ace wants to go first, I'm I'm cool with either. I'm hoping the Sentinel can give me some breathing room. <laughs> I want to create an advantage by drilling into Infinity Dude's mind. I want to find out who he is and what's motivating him to to do this awesome okay i i mean i think that's a psychic attack right no it's not you're creating an advantage yeah but i think he's still defending actively sure make your attack i'm i'm gonna make his defend that's just a plain clever clever well for him i mean i don't know what how, how do you go about it is it like do you take your time to really like slip in between the cracks of his psychic defense or that would be kind of what I've been doing, you know, letting these other guys deal with the punchy stuff while I'm sizing up this guy. I'll buy that. Yeah. Four for now. Uh, one gets you. Oh, he's at three. Yes. One gives me a free invoke. I guess what does it uh, reveal to me? All right. So you just do it. You create an advantage. What do you want to call it? Actually, you're you want to know his motivations, right? Who is this guy? What's he? What's his deal? Oh, he, he, this could be a reveal a reveal an aspect. Yes, that was sort of the. Oh, absolutely. Let's do that. Let's do that instead. That's much cooler. Discovering it, essentially, right? So I think you see, like, in your mind link, right? You see this young police cadet. Uh, super proud, like you see the the ceremony where he's, it's all like you know police academy movies stereotype, like happy. There's a flash of images of like him hitting the streets, and it's nothing like he imagined, and like everyone is just the worst. His sergeant is working ca- at counter purposes, like his boss is corrupt. He just sees the horrible things happening every day in the inner city uh, with the drug deals calling back to the first issue, police turning a blind eye and, and all that, that stuff. And you just see how he's just slowly being worn down until he gets into like a fight with his superior and he's, and he's kicked from the force. You get the aspect I used to walk the beat. That's the discovered aspect on the force because you figure out that that's his alias. He is now the force. All right. 
that will be useful. That was your action. So next is uh, Ace. Well, we'll do a roll because, hey, I, ha- I have to do something ninja every single panel. <laughs> we'll end up next to uh, Daniels and I say, I think you need to call for backup. And then just spring, oh, jeez, just too many dangerous people. Either be a gentleman and a tech leveler or you'll be a uh, cat and tech lady kudzu. You know, I think we're going to totally go against uh, kudzu because I think leveler would just kind of laugh if I hit him with sticks. I, w- I will uh, remind you that uh, the Astro Biker has already uh, put stress on a leveler. So if you want to, like, concentrate fire on a single villain, that would be the way to go. Although he is pretty good at defending himself. So No, I, I need to create some aspects before I, I can take on the leveler. J- just the way he sees it in his head. So you're going to punch the girl. <laughs> I'm going to hit her with sticks. <laughs> and this is why the other guys are called the good guys. <laughs> okay. okay. I, I'll be nice and, and whack her about the shins. And, and... Kneecap her. Okay, you're going to kneecap her. <laughs> okay. Let's just roll because it's not getting better. <laughs> we'll start with the two. Pure stress? Yeah. Stress attack. Okay, cool. A strike for gender equality. <laughs> Uh, Gotta cut those weeds. That's it. I'm weed whacking. I think she's attempting to quickly not be weed whacked. And that's equal. So I think you get a boost on her. Oh, you've done the equivalent of hit, you know, walking behind somebody, hitting him in the back of the knees, and then she's like off balance now. Yeah, let's go with that. Unstable. I didn't hurt her. I just whacked her a bit. And all these like spoiler names are things that show up in the like caption bars in the comic, like you know. And he hit Botanica in the back of the legs, and you know, this kind of nonsense. Not realizing we already given them names. We got hammer. <laughs> we have we have hammer time. You have all of your nicknames for them, obviously, right? <laughs> but then there's yeah. the, there's the in, in out of universe comic level, like oh, this is this, this person, right? I do like I do I did like Millet Man for almost better than mine. Uh, that's you, and then we have the rest of the number one seats, which is the Force and the quote-unquote Minuteman. Quote-unquote Minuteman is going to probably run away. Right, right. Uh, Minuteman is no longer in. So it's the Force. I suppose he's going to attempt to apprehend somebody. He, all shimmery, energy, glowing, he steps forward like his tall, tall-collared cape flapping in the wind, takes a, you know, a proud stance, and he points into, you know, this this smoky mess that is like crashed cars and uh, blown out windows where uh, the leveler and and uh, botanica are like attacking poor ace uh and he points to the ace and he's like you there art criminal submit to justice now and we can put an end to this mess so he's exhorting you to uh, essentially lay down arms for the greater good which is, of course, a confused bit of nonsense and there's probably like uh the the comic book the letters in his speech bubble, they're they're kind of bolded and weird, as if he's using some sort of like psychic mind power to boost his intent. So that is flashy. I don't think he's attacking. I think he's attempting to set up a, a, an advantage uh, here mm. on the ace. Submit to justice. Flashy attack, and he has a stunt, so it's going to hurt potentially. I could roll minus four. Ah, there you go. Still a five, so or a superb. But uh, resist, Ace. Resist. You're not a criminal, are you? It, it's. I'm a defender of the people. What can I say? 
I cut corners, okay? <laughs> well, I'll shout back, I'm not the one assaulting police officers and kidnapping people. That's a fair point. Try to be cleverly defend against that crap. Hmm. Yeah, okay, if you're dismantling his argument. <laughs> oh, very cool. So he gets a boost on you instead? Yeah, that seems to be the coin of the realm today. So from your point of view, what would that boost be? Like clearly like there's some there's some force behind it that isn't just like, oh I'm I'm arguing. He stopped me in my tracks to defend again. Oh. So I'm sitting there standing stock still with my finger pointed at him. <laughs> what we call what would we call that? Made you fl- made you flat footed. Flat-footed, okay, let's call it that. Do the cops get anything to do, or are they just, is this now just, you know, pawn pieces? They are in disarray, you may remember. So, All right. Astral Biker. Manifest, I'm going to go right through Hammer Time and try to rip his, rip his disguise off, being very forceful with this. You know, you're going to see hands. Okay, let's see. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what he would defend with. Technically, is he defending? Or is it is it the the force defending? Let's say it's a three. I, once again, tapping the the all purpose uh, high. If concept. you need to get with style, if you're going to completely unmask, uh, you know, rip, rip it asunder. But you still do stress if uh, if you you know. I only got one fate point left. Ah. I think the best I can do is to simply do stress on him. I'm going to go fly right through him and, you know, and I try to pull it off, but doesn't quite work. So I rolled a, a, fa- a four, which will do a point of stress to him. So which, what were you tapping or spending? I'm tapping, I'm astro projecting again. Ah, yes, but okay. you know, that though is enough stress to take the guy out unless I take some sort of, say you give him a, uh, that's, it's two for minor, right? Yes. Yeah. Let's call it tear in the mask or something like that your astral hands like go in uh, into the mask uh, in the astral plane and you make the pull and he turns uh and you don't get the kind of grip that you wanted but you still like rip this this whole like section so one of his arms uh, essentially you you rip off the projection arm. layer the top projection layer and it's just it turns into this like glittery energy shape uh, right, and he he can't use it for anything. It doesn't have a hand. It's just like this sparking, glittering energy end, right? That he can't possibly use. His entire arm is like that. He uh, roars like a wounded bull and swings around with a hammer, but he doesn't. He's not hitting anything, obviously. All you see is his arm flying around, and and all of a sudden it turns around, and you see a finger, cut, the middle finger, come up. Stay classy, astral biker. Stay classy, <laughs> childish biker. <laughs> Then it's there too, which of course is the leveler. So I think he has no idea where you are. But there's an ace in front of him, which is unfortunate for Ace. Yeah, this is gonna hurt. He has this like enraged, bulging-eyed, puffy-cheeked, you know, uh, tendons and and uh, veins standing out and sp- sweat pouring down because he's clearly struggling through this like whatever happened, bearing down on you one-handed with the the hammer. So that's a three, and I think, just to be an ass, let's do unstable <laughs> and flat-footed. Uh-huh. No, unstable's on Botanica, not Ace. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Right, right, right. There's flat-footed, right? That, that's the only one that's left? Yeah. Yeah. Unless you do the other cloud of pollen. So we're up to seven. Uh, so that goes away. Let's, let's roll first and uh, see how bad the damage is. Yeah. All right. 
Not too bad. Um, I can just take that three. Yeah, we'll we'll tap Terran the mask because he's enraged. I literally just slide underneath him and just take a glancing hit, which because I already have a glancing hit, probably means my second stress box gets filled. Right. Okay. Yeah, we can take we can take a beating. It's probably not a direct hit. It's more like the arcs leap out for you and like sear corner of your suit or something. Um, I can totally imagine imagine him smashing a car or something like. Oh that. yeah, right. This explosion of glass and metal and <laughs> cool. So that's him. Uh, the other two is Botanica. She grabs one of these heinous criminals that have probably speeded at least four miles above like speed limit and uh let's say it's this like college kid looking dude uh in a striped like uh tennis shirt and she pushes him into you as she's as she comes with the you know one of the thorn daggers oh she's using meat shield yeah (laughs) (laughs) she's using one of the quote-unquote innocent bystanders in her attack here that's a five then holy crap well, <laughs> it's no fun to be out in the open. <laughs> yes, uh, we'll, we'll try to defend against that. And, and no, we're not going to uh, smash aside the bi- innocent bystander. <laughs> you have a five, I have a four. Yes. I will tap unstable, which is the boost that was on Oh, her. for sure, yes. Just the act of having to muscle this dude in the place put her enough off balance that it's a mess. Yeah. People are jumping and, and, and rolling out of the place and stumbling and falling. <laughs> and, and yeah, there's still smoke and pollen, and it's a very chaotic battlefield. Mm-hmm. And it's like you never know when that next punch or swing is going to come from. You definitely dodged just in time. Sorry, dude. So now we go to ones. So, Sentinel, you have your information on the force. I think I need to help Ace out here a little bit because he's getting kind of pummeled taking the brunt of this so seeing the tear in the mask of hammer guy i will make a psychic attack on him this isn't you uh gonna pull the real person out ah okay cool let's say it's a similar kind of thing where where you're gonna need a let's make it a two now since he's kind of technically or, or actually we have that consequence right so uh let's make it a three and if you want to use the consequence that's you want to tap it that's fine you, know, you have to pay a fate point for that, though. Mm-hmm. So if I tie, that's just going to put a boost on him. Yeah. Yeah. Throw a fate point to, to my psychic alien, and I've at least got him uh, doubting himself. Yeah. Let's call it that. Boost. Am I the good guy? <laughs> that's probably a small, like, thought bubble as, like, he has or, this momentary blank expression. That sounds like just the thing that the ace needs. As I slid past. I'm not above hitting people from behind. Uh, We will bounce back, jump, kick him from behind, and shove him face first into the vehicle that he just smashed. And I will defiantly shout, and don't forget property damage. (laughs) So that gets me up to a four for tapping the doubt in the leveler because he's it's physical. But at the same time, I I can see that uh, he's paused in thought and is distracted. I think I'm going to use forceful just for his sheer size normally i'd use like quick because he's technically like oh hold on i just got a little ping so you get a boost at least unless you tap something no 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 no. you do two stress my mistake you are at four not two i think you take him out i can work with that just shoving face first into the side of a car yeah 
and exactly the way you described happens like you slam down you say your piece and then like he starts to sort of disintegrate under you didn't expect that sort of <laughs> and yeah his like projection self it does the same thing as with the Miniman. Right, which I, of, I didn't really catch because I was in the middle yeah. of a smoke screen. But now it's you like see some it. sort of weird astral sand blowing off him and, and dissipating. And you see and then, this sort of heavy set postman in a postman's outfit with like the oh, bag. Uh, and it's like, oh, real confused. Looks around him and turns around. It's like, ah, what's going on? What the hell? And he's trying to, you know, lever himself up out of the vehicle. And he's, ah. I, I point over at Daniels. Cops are over that way. Go. <laughs> Okay, nobody mentioned that I attacked a federal employee, okay? <laughs> uh, I think what the force does is he shouts out to, like, Botanica, right? Botanica, criminal element is overwhelming. Fall back. And he does this, like, little, like, uh, arms crossed, fists closed, arms crossed against his chest. And he's just, like, rockets out of there, like, on a, you know, silvery energy, uh, leaving a silvery energy trail, like, phew. And um, she attempts to bolt, but she's already done her uh, thing this this uh, this round. So he's essentially abandoned her because he's the good guy. <laughs> of course he is. What are you even saying? <laughs> Top of the order, astral biker. What do you do? Don't let him get away. No, you don't. And I'm going after them as fast as I can. <laughs> when you say them, do you go after? Uh, no, I'm going the after the. I'm going after the force. The force. Cool. I guess it's a this is a chase. Uh, how do you want to handle this? It depends on how you're chasing him. He's essentially flying up and then away in a direction. I'm flying up and right after him. Attempting to, like, <laughs> latch on or what? Our curiosity, because the Astro Biker right. does have a one-hour time limit on his on his power. Uh, how long has it been? <laughs> it's well within 20 minutes so far. Okay. So, like, so, so 15 maybe, tops, tops 15. So you're good. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to try to catch up to him and, well, follow him back to his lair. Let, let's call it a conflict, I guess, of speed or quick. If I don't make it, he... Leaves me behind his dust, so to speak. If I do, I'm falling right behind him. I have maybe I'm confusing uh, some terms like overcome. Uh, you can still do overcome, right? But you roll for the opposition, right? It's not always a fixed uh, number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. totally overcome. Let's, mm -hmm. let's see what he rolls for quick here. So that's a one. Oh, no hey. problem. Yeah, no problem. I'm sticking to his tail. So we got we got poison ivy running around. Yeah. For, first thing you notice is that the the diner's, you know, energy bubble has dissipated. It's just blah, 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 vanishing. Yeah, I think I think she sets off on foot. She just like dashes away. Uh, and I think maybe we should stop the conflict and maybe have a chase if that's what you're interested in. That's totally what it is. We we switched to parkour mode. She runs. I vault over over cars. Slide across <laughs> hoods. You know, the, 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 the whole um, Dukes of Hazard thing. You want to you want to grab her, apprehend her. That's that's the idea. While we're running and and dodging and stuff like that, I'm going to pull out a uh, bolo and start whirling that over my head, looking for a clear shot. Oh, great. Okay, cool. So she's trying to get away. You're doing your thing. Is the Sentinel attempting anything? He's going to go after uh, the Force. All right. So let's do the the little chase with Botanica and Ace. She's a little faster than the the Force. Gets true. Is it quick? Oh, yes. Hmm, not my strength. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I will definitely spend a uh, fate point to keep up with her. And 
that's just tagging my uh, detective ninja parkour skills. Mm-hmm. Or everyone makes mistakes. And <laughs> she was not looking in the right place at the right time and like hit a clothesline. <laughs> that seems a bit silly. <laughs> Car door, sure. And, or like. <laughs> until you've ran into a clothesline or other ground wire. <laughs> it's like. Open street, what? <laughs> She makes a wrong turn and uh, it's a closed out off alley with a chain link fence or something. There. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I, I like the dead end with the chain link fence. Me too. That yeah, is, yeah. that is so Hollywood. <laughs> yes, and for some yes, reason it's it's a it's a twenty foot tall fence. They're, they're always twenty foot tall. Uh, she still gets a boost though, or uh, no? This is an overcome. So where does that leave? Tie succeed at minor cost. To you. No, to her. Because she's the one attempting to overcome you, I'm guessing. Or I'm confusing myself. Clearly, you are attempting to overcome her speed. Yes. Right. So you succeed at a minor cost. So what's the minor cost for you, do you think? Okay. I was following Whirling the Bolo as we come around the corner. We'll do the clothesline thing. Unfortunately, it snags the Bolo and just literally rips it out of my hand. So it's like, damn! Still chasing, but I don't have my uh, takedown weapon with me. All right. I'll let okay. you figure out how, how – to me, that's that's how it looks. Yeah. Um, uh, let's what, say you don't have the appropriate tool if you wanted to set up an aspect in the in this particular like chase. Sure. Uh, uh, yeah. Disarmed if you need to give it a name. So it's just you and her now and you're running and she leaps up on the <laughs> – the chain link fence like desperately scrambling up she's taking the plant aspect she shoots up tendrils which pull her up the chain link fence all right that's cooler that's way cooler yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. i guess i'm still thinking in terms of uh the villains from last time <laughs> don't you wish you had your ace weed killer with you this time sentinel you're following yeah let's let's have you make just a speed against his one and see if you 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 manage to catch up in time or else you'll have to like, find the psychic trail or something. And that'll take longer, but you'll still get there. It'll take longer. I, I know that the biker is after him, and I've got a connection. So. Oh, yeah. You, you sense both of their uh, you know, spirit spore or whatever. So let's, let's finish the scene with Botanica, and then we'll have uh, uh, the force thing. So, yeah, she's attempting to climb. Uh, she reaches up with her like vines. And is it about to like pull herself up and you catch her by the boot or something? I'm a ninja. I just simply run up the wall, do the whole parkour thing. It's like climb a fence. What a quaint idea. All right. So you're <laughs> on top of the fence when she's. <laughs> the catch is she has a unknown advantage on me. I know that that's not her because I saw what happened to the leveler. I know that she's probably a ghost thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just punch her in the face when she comes up. <laughs> Probably an 80-year-old 80, uh, 80 granny, and you just punch a granny in the face. But so you're, you're it's up consequences there, right? later. I'll feel bad about it later. Right. So you're up there, and she's not all the way up yet. Up yet. Uh, she's still going, but she slows down when she sees you're, you're up there. And she puts on this sort of pouty, pleading face, uh, which looks weird on her semi-monstrous but also pretty features. And she goes, let's not drag this out unnecessarily, Okay. I'll let you go this time. Boot to the face. Punt. <laughs> Sorry. You're too dangerous. Right. Yeah, you and you can feel that she's dangerous because there's something, you know, when she comes closer, you're about to, you know, you're winding up your boot. Um, <laughs> there's this, this sensation like, you know, maybe you shouldn't feel 
your palms getting sweaty. You shouldn't feel your heartbeat getting faster, your mouth getting dry. Like you shouldn't be like, well, that seems vaguely sensible. Like that shouldn't be happening, but it is. So she's attacking you flashily with her special scary plant crap. Aphrodisiacs, if you you wish. Holy cats. Well, I'm going to try to steal my mind uh, against that. And uh, the rational part of it is going, yeah, this shouldn't be happening. You're messing (laughs) with my mind. You're clever. Yeah, but I'm not feeling clever right now. Are you out of fate points? I have one left. Because if she hits me with that, that takes me out. You don't have your three stress box available? Well, if, if that gets full, I'm out, right? If you don't have a box that you can fill, you're taken out, or you take a consequence to to offset it. So just take your three stress box. I'll, 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 I'll take the three. You are a sweet, sweet person, but you're still a criminal. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do one less since she succeeded with and generate a boost. The two stress would be, could be could become a mild consequence though instead of, instead of a stress box. If you wanted to do it that oh, way, yeah, that's true, but yeah. that'd just be giving her another consequence that then she can tag for free. So I would take a stress box rather than a consequence, but that's up to your, how you tactically play it. <laughs> I have to agree with this logic. Better be a little smitten than bitten. <laughs> you can put that in the comic. Right, the boost then, a little smitten. <laughs> yeah. You're still winding up that boot? <laughs> I mean, if you want to concede, I'm cool with it. <laughs> no, no, no. Instead of kicking her in the face, I'll, I'll pull out a pair of handcuffs and go. This <laughs> is like, I'll give her a chance to concede. <laughs> it's over. Come peacefully. Oh, you're dangling them in her face? Essentially. Yeah. yeah well, okay. I'm actually probably holding both, both of them just in case I need to use them as brass knuckles. Okay. Sounds like a, an attack of some. Yeah. <laughs> incredibly weak attack, but basically. I want her to concede, concede, but uh, I I doubt that she's going to volunteer for that. I know that's not the real you. If you concede and give up your facade, I'm sure the police will go easy on you. So I I try to be rational about it and appeal to the person inside of her. Hmm. That's that's what I'm I'm trying to do anyway. When did this become a battle of wills? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it always? (laughs) I'm seeing flashy, but make a case. The case is uh, you're outnumbered. I have the uh, high ground on you. Your leader has abandoned you. And I know there's a good person underneath that green skin. So I'm going to appeal to her goodness and logic. All right, this one's let's do clever. Let's not deprive you too much. Thank you, because I've actually been beat to hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right down the middle, three. Yes. Brain versus brain. I hope she doesn't have any. Ah, unfortunately, she's like you. <laughs> That's a three. Yeah, you should have been trying this on the, the big guy, not... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, I guess she'll tap the boost. Fine, I'll, I'll probably burn a fate point as well. If you just let it stand as it is, you get a boost on her, you can use that next time, right? Sure, well, let's go with that. It's her turn to be caught off guard, because she's, like, hanging on a fence, and she's lost her momentum. Hmm, I'm going to propose a diff, slightly different take. She has an aspect you're not aware of, and I'm tempted to just, like, compel that, self-compel. Because that's interesting. 
yeah, you you deliver your speech, and she hesitates and looks at you uh, wonderingly for a moment. And then I think she starts slowly to lower herself down from the fence, slow enough that you could easily catch up to her if you wanted to. No, no chance that she could get away at this speed. You can see, like, her thorny bits. Like, she had all these, like, tiny little prickly thorns on the on the outside of her like green suit like they retract and instead you see these little tiny buds flower buds start coming out instead <laughs> you know she lowers herself down to the ground and waits for you to follow right i will of course i'm an idiot i know i'm being set up but <laughs> i i will jump down and hold out a hand to take her hand so i can put the handcuffs on her because <laughs> I'm thinking she's given in to my logic. You're not altogether wrong, right? Uh, I think she reaches out and she takes your hand. Uh, and there's like an odd sort of weird want to choke you tenderness. <laughs> and there's probably this weird, like, I don't know how to describe this in comic book terms, but there's an obvious, like, like there's, there's some attraction in her, in her sneer. Oh, there's some biochemistry between us. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think we'll close that scene for now, uh, and we'll go over <laughs> to uh, the Force. I, I see him flying with both fists out in front of him. Like He's actually like eyes closed. He still has that closed fist in a cross over his chest. Ah. He's just like soaring that way. I'm standing up next to him flying just as fast as he right. is with my arms crossed looking at him. This yeah. weird, <laughs> weird thing happens. You go out into the like cheaper parts of the suburbs. He he flies to this kind of like a bungalow, for lack of a better term, uh, house. Mm. There's a cheap car in the driveway. There's a post box that says Dylan and like a number. There's a broken down lawnmower on the lawn. It's okay the upkeep of, of this mm-hmm. like bungalow, but it's not. It's not like oh, clearly there's a family here with like. Um, a wife and kids and everything. And he just flies down like lands. And then there's this yeah. like the same kind of shimmer that you saw before when you di- unmasked uh, the minute man. And when you unmasked the level, it was unmasked and you just see like the same person, very much the same person, mm-hmm. but he looks kind of uh, like his hair is a little in a disarray. He has this like flannel shirt, jeans, boots, like he looks unemployed but still like uh living off whatever savings he has stands there and he blinks for a moment he sees the lawnmower it's like oh right and he goes over to to the lawnmower it's like he was clearly fixing it some at some point prior to becoming if you will the force Hmm. and he was like oh clearly like how in his own mind like oh i must have dosed off or something i must have spaced out and then he goes back and starts fixing his lawnmower I float inside his bungalow and look around. You see uh, there's a diploma from Police Academy uh, on the okay. wall. Like pictures of um, presumably his parents. His father is like a military man. There, There's a folded flag uh, in, um, in, a, like a, in a frame uh, right next to that. It looks tidy enough, but it's clear that there are some like empty beer bottles on the kitchen table. Uh, his bed hasn't been made. I know the look, all right? Yeah. Yeah, my apartment looks like this. <laughs> and from the diploma, I get his full name. And Patrick Dillon. Yeah. Patrick Dillon. It looks like he's unemployed or off-duty, you know, either one. You, you, maybe, you, never see, know. Like, you maybe see some... Unemployed yeah, checks. checks. 
uh, and maybe Stubs, there's yeah. there's an open rejection letter or whatever from from something. Uh, and okay. uh, maybe also there's a uh, there's a letter from a lawyer uh, on the kitchen table that's been opened. Yeah, you can easily like pry it out if you want to. That's not a like a challenge. I don't want to open the letter because that would actually right. would be illegal. Float on out. I see him busy working on the lawnmower. Yeah, and of course I'm critiquing because I know how I can how to fix it. He gives up after a moment and then goes in and grabs a beer from the fridge. I look at the lawnmower. Nah, be, I would need proper tools, and he he's got jack in terms of proper tools, so I can't fix it for him. He's astral I, lawnmower repairman. <laughs> I think maybe around this time, like uh, Sentinel shows like up. Sentinel shows up telekinetically flying or whatever it is you do. Sentinel, you hear me? You hear me? Yes. Uh, he turned into this guy named Patrick Dillon. Looks like he was a uh, policeman. If you didn't know that already. I knew that already. He's inside. I don't think he knows what happened. Perhaps we should test that. I'm going to try to uh, assemble a disguise here from some like cars or something. I can quickly you know, change my clothes a little bit, get a baseball cap, and just disguise myself as some general citizen. Let me go check and see if he's got any weapons, just in case. I'm going to go inside and sort of look around, check his closet, and look for like a gun safe or anything like that. Nothing out in the open. He has a handgun, though, in a box. Uh, it's in his closet. It's a box that you need a key for. I'm going to pick it up and move it someplace else. Under his bed. Fine. <laughs> All right, so Sentinel, when you've switched out your getup, what, what do you look like? I want to look like I could be somebody who lived in the neighborhood. Okay. I mean, you already have that every man look. Yeah. I just you know, don't want to be not the suit and tie. Yeah. T-shirt, baseball cap, and I'll go knock on the door. You hear some, yeah, yeah. And you hear like the rattle of a beer bottle and then some swearing and then the door unlocks and he opens up and, you know, he looks at you like up and down, doesn't know you clearly and takes a swig from the beer bottle. Did you hear what happened uh, in town today? You know, reading a name off one of the neighbors. Other other post boxes? Yeah, okay. The the Johnsons were caught up in that in the mess downtown. And I'm reading him to see if he has a memory of being the force or whether he's just doesn't understand what I'm talking about. Cool. Uh let's call that an overcome, I guess. Sounds like clever I suppose. Unless you have a different argument. I could argue that it's careful because I've been assembling his disguise in this plan. Yeah, okay. And I actually would get a plus two if I was sneakily overcoming it, and I'm not really doing that, so never mind. Well, I mean, you are kind of digging around in his head sneakily. Using a false disguise. disguise to, to put him at ease. I'd, I'd say that's legal. Okay. Ooh, yeah. You succeed with style. So, uh, considering the style... You you don't get any recognition, you know, when he says, like, uh, what uh, ruckus or whatever it was you said. He makes bare minimum, like, conversation, like, huh, huh, uh, yeah, uh, what, what was that about? You don't get anything like that. But there's, like, this weird glimmer in the back of his mind, like it's a, a walled-off section of his psyche that he doesn't seem aware of. It's either something that he's put away himself something he's done to himself or it's something that's been done to him and there really aren't a whole lot of people on this planet who are really adept at that kind of fine motor psychic fiddling okay i think this is where i go patrick 
I believe you have encountered something that is clouding your mind, and I'm going to attempt to enter his mind and uh, expunge this, whatever that's been implanted in there. So what you could do is, like, tear down the wall that's compartmentalizing this part of him, if you wanted to. Or you could attempt to strengthen the compartment so that he can't ever access it again. There's no, like, like, erasing it, per se, but what you can do is, like, put a block so he can't reach it knowingly or unknowingly, or you could, like, tear it down and see what happens, but that doesn't seem like your intent. You'd have to have, like, the full backup of your planetary authority and the right equipment and the right time and so forth to do anything more. I'll try to do that so that he doesn't become the force again. Yeah. Let's call that a three. So careful, because I'm not trying to lobotomize him. Yeah. That... <laughs> this is like we're the good guys. Kai. I do have that uh, free tag on on his used to walk the beat. I know that he does, He wouldn't want to be doing the sort of things he was doing. No. So we can boost that up to a full. Full success, yeah. Mm. Awesome. You do it. It's now walled off. He will no longer be aware of, of it existing in his head. And he will not consciously or unconsciously become the force like that it would have to be like somebody would have to show up you know a controller if you will or somebody from the other side to to you know activate it and go past your block so for now he's safe you've made him safe i'll throw a fate point to make that block even more difficult if anybody comes along oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. go for it Mm -hmm. let me write that down so instead, of, so instead of a five, it's now a seven. Maybe schedule him for a pickup later on and a little psychic surgery. Well, we don't want to cause more scars than we're than we're trying to heal here. By doing that, does that take care of Botanica? I don't know her origin story. I'm thinking that she's a projection from his mind, but that could be wrong too. Yeah, he seems like all foggy and weird when when you've done that. So he doesn't quite answer when when he. He's not aware, like he would have reacted oddly when you said, like, I believe you've had your mind tampered with or whatever, right? But instead, like, he just goes a little foggy and and blinks and he's like, as if he's waiting for you to say something. Uh, Hopefully the Johnsons are are, are okay. Um, I borrowed my lawnmower, so I hope they're okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you're doing the good neighbor thing. Like, oh, yeah, like, I'm just going to fix mine. I can can come by with it later. Like, where, where are you again? Uh, you know, over on Elm, just the other side. Um, you know, you know where I live. If you want to borrow, well, thanks for the heads up. Give them, see if they they need a hand when they come back. If they have any problems, uh, we'll do. Take it easy, neighbor. Yeah. Floating along next to Sentinel, you really need to improve your small talk. My office mate has a continual stream of small talk that I am trying <laughs> to incorporate. <laughs> His small talk is better than Gary's. I think we see one of the last last things we see uh, in in the comic is Dylan walking out onto his lawn, and then he puts down a sign that says "Neighborhood Watch," and he looks around proudly, right at the neighborhood, <laughs> like mm-hmm. he has some some new uh, purpose that he's mm-hmm. he's not distracted by something else in the back of his head, right? Yeah. Cool. And I think it's fun to leave the mystery with uh, um, what happened. Oh, man! Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> what do I wake up to when I, come, when I come back to my body in the in the shop? What have they done to me? I guess we'll see in the next issue ah! of Crossbow. <laughs> That's the first panel. Motherfuckers! <laughs>
<laughs> fun times. Good stuff. Thank you. Glad it was fun. I stole uh, the idea, some of the ideas behind the good guys from a, an actual play by Ron Edwards. Uh, from, he, he was replaying one of the games from the 80s, I guess, Champions, third edition or something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe second, or whatever. But uh, yeah, he also had this weird, <laughs> like, oh, what, wait, wait, we're the good guys. <laughs> I thought it was pretty fun. So complete steal, but then... Also, hey, some fun like uh, if you turning it into your resources. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I try to plug it into your stuff more. Fun stuff. I think it worked out pretty well. And I'm glad I remember the like situation and scene aspects. Yay! Yeah. Cool. Thank uh, you very I'll much. Consider that a success. <laughs> the, is the Swedes who steal may, may, maypoles, isn't it? Who steals maypoles? I don't know. the The Danes don't have maypoles. They burn witches instead. No, I, I, there, there's this uh, webcomic. Uh, don't, 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 don't engage him. Well, I'm just <laughs> yes, I know. Oh, my goodness. You're worse than my wife. Is Ellie back? Uh, no. See, that's why I can say that out loud. <laughs> oh, it sounds like we got our blooper for the... Uh, our... <laughs> no, that's called blackmail. <laughs> Max Silver here, and I just want to remind you all that you can find our adventures at the following places. My buddy Doc might know what they are, but I sure as heck don't. Anyway, find us at our forums at thesundayskypers.freeforums.org, or at our Facebook page, whatever heck a Facebook page is, or at our Google Plus page. Again, what the hell is a Google Plus page? I don't know. Or you can mail us at Sunday Skypers, um, some little A thing with a circle around it. What the heck is that thing? I don't know. Zoho.com. That's a strange mailing address. Hey, Doc, can you tell me what the heck that little funny A sign is?